0: Welcome to Just My Type. My name is Emily. And I'm Jess. And you are listening to a typography podcast. (laughs) Typography. Typography. The study of type and all things type. Exactly. So every week we talk about a different typeface and we talk about the history of the typeface, where it's seen, maybe some controversy that appears quite often um, we also talked about different things in the news with type or just other fun type things. Love us some controversy, that's <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I know. It's up today. Yeah. Yeah. Not um, much. Yeah, but so this typeface still rocks. It does <laughs> rock. But <I'm> sh- um <laughs> not named after anybody in particular. But we do have a pretty cool and historic typeface to talk about today. It's a slab serif, and I think it's really fun. But without further ado, let's get a drum roll. Rockwell. Rockwell. So we are talking about Rockwell today, and Rockwell is not named after Norman Rockwell. Oh, dang. Or the Rock... <laughs> or no, I think that's named after the Rock. Oh, gotcha. doing the Rock Johnson. Dang, mm-hmm. his great great grandfather created oh, this typeface. I see. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, spreading true facts since
1: 2018.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, Rockwell. Did we start in 2018? <laughs> Maybe not. No, we 2019. started in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> but it but feels still like... still
1: <laughs> spreading true facts since 2018. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's what I said earlier, and then I corrected myself. Yeah.
0: Correction. So, Rothwell has some pretty unique history. um, Or maybe, I don't know if it's that unique. But it is pretty Every interesting. Every
1: typeface's history is unique. Yes.
0: It has its starting spot point Mm -hmm. starting point there we go exactly hard (laughs) um but yeah let's get into some history history. so the original rockwell was produced by the inland type foundry in 1910 so that is pretty long ago but this isn't the rockwell that we see today (gasps) shocker um so the original rockwell Um, It was issued as a lithography antique and um, many people enjoyed this typeface and decided to make metal type out of it. Hmm. Um, The American type founders received the face in the 1920s. The roaring 20s. Yep, the roaring 20s. Um, But it wasn't until about 14 years later that the monotype corporation which we all know, good old monotype, um, they decided to reinvent this typeface, Rockwell, and keep the original name and the original look, but make it more accessible. Um, and so that is the typeface that we use today. I wonder why they decided to keep the same name. I know. Well, I think they just remade the typeface for like metal type.
1: That makes sense. I just think it'd be kind of fun to change it up
0: yeah (laughs) rockwell v2 or well rock (laughs) well rock (laughs) dwayne the rock dwayne the rock yeah see (laughs) so
1: many fun options
0: (laughs) okay yeah it's very interesting so monotype we all know it it's home to some of the most popular and influential typefaces ever created um this includes times new roman ariel gil sands All those typefaces that you use and see almost every day. Um, Many of these typeface designs were created under the direction of Stanley Morrison. So Stanley Morrison, which we talked about him before. Yeah, he is a very famous British typographer. um, And he was very influential into the Monotype Corporation. Um, His font library is huge. um, But... He did not create Rockwell. Frank Henman Pierre Pro created Rockwell.
1: I, I, I didn't quite catch that.
0: Pierre Pro. It's, well, I'm <laughs> guessing he's French. Oh, mm. Stanley Morrison. Um, so Frank lived from 1860 to 1937, which means Rockwell 1967? was one of his. 37? 37. 37. Which means Rothwell was one of his um, last typefaces. Yeah. Um, by nineteen, by 1894, he was working for Louis A.G. in Berlin, where the typograph typesetting machine was designed. Mm. So he was really influential in... Um, typesetting he was the director of the typograph typesetting machine factory for in 1896 and then later in 1899 he moved to england and became foundry manager at monotype so he started his tenure at monotype which is great um so frank eventually decided to uh you know, reinvent Rothwell for the typesetting machine, and that is the Rothwell that we see today. Wow, so fun! Um, Rothwell is a slab serif typeface, and we've talked about—I know we've talked about Clarendon mm-hmm. on here before, which that is also a tough one to say. Yeah, which is also a slab serif. I was running yesterday and. There's a street in Burlington called Clarendon <laughs> and I was about to take a picture. Oh yeah. But that would we have been. We drove by it. Remember? Well, there's two streets. Oh, just kidding. Because I was in drive by that one. a neighborhood. Oh, maybe we drove by the
1: one on our way to San Francisco. Because I remember yeah. pointing and being like, oh, Clarendon.
0: Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. There's a it lot was of Clarendon. S- it
1: was in um, San Francisco because I remember where we were going to visit. Well, there's oh, one girl.
0: here in Burlington. That's crazy. Um, So Roswell Not to mention <laughs> that's where we live. <laughs> oh <laughs> One out here in really aim <laughs> <laughs> um rockwell is a geometric slant slab serif mm, um, what does that mean so the slabs on the serif are pretty geometric mm-hmm. in meaning that they're they have hard edges they're not very slanted um so it has a monoline construction with all the strokes appearing to be roughly the same width and it's capital O is roughly circular. So it's I know we've talked. Yeah. So we've talked about a lot of um, geometric typefaces before. Most Futura. influential geometric typeface, Futura. Um, so this is kind of like the geometric slab serif. Mm-hmm. Taking Pretty those cool. same principles, adding some slabs on there. Um That does give it a similar impression to a common sans serif of the period like Franklin Gothic or Futura, which Futura was made in the 30s, as I recall, so pretty around the same time. Mm -hmm. Imagine just like witnessing Futura for the first time or Rockwell. It's crazy times. Yeah, it's interesting. I
1: mean all of the obviously they all have slab serifs but the lowercase a is just like it's just interesting because usually when i draw a lowercase a i do a little tail but seeing it with like such an aggressive like slab is different fun mm-hmm. and i like the q the little swirly underneath it's pretty fun
0: yeah a yeah lot of fun. a lot of fun fun
1: fun stuff i can't my picture's too blurry so i can't really see if it's got straight edges i'm assuming it does because it's a slab serif but still it's like a squiggle so it's kind of going like being slightly different than the other slab serif portions, so I don't know necessarily if it's a slab serif. Probably not considered one. The little yeah. squirrely mm. since it's not really, you know, that's the controversy. There is <laughs> it a slab serif.
0: Wait, is Rockwell a slab serif?
1: No, yes. yeah, Rockwell is a slab serif. I'm just saying, like, the, you know, like the capital Q. Look up the picture of it. Like, oh. you know, how it's like not. I mean, cause. Well, the Q line, a that's a part of... Face. No, it is. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that, like, the cue... Um, <laughs> I mean, the Q curly Q, The curly part of the Q is essentially a part of the Q. I'm just pointing out that it's not, like... Unless my picture is just, like, not
0: good. Why is it your picture good? Because
1: it's blurry. It's
0: <laughs> off the interweb. Oh. I think that's a little slab on there.
1: I'm just... Pointing out that's slightly curly, which is kind of fun. Rockwell. I guess it helps if I type Rockwell font. Mm. Where are you at? Let's see. Yeah, it's still clean and cut, but it's still got a little squiggle, too, which I
0: like. Mm. That's why I like the capital Q. Wait, I just arrived on more uh, history. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) What happens when you do even better research, we do research <laughs> during, during the podcast. podcast um i'm on center for org, and they have tuesday typefaces and this tuesday typeface i don't know when it was released but it says tuesday typeface rockwell um, and this website says that the typeface Rothwell is a celebrity child conceived from fat faced serifs and 20th century advertising demands an illustrious pedigree to be sure. Rothwell was created to be a display text flashy prominent and catchy and this it succeeded handily and continues today to be one of the most type, popular typefaces in use. Um, it goes on to say that Rockwell arrived on the scene at a time of economic depression. We know that about the 30s and only a few years before war would break out across Europe. So the typeface has been said to embody boldness, strength, and de- dependability. Rockwell is not nor ever was meant to be the text of literature or exposition. So, it was definitely made to be a display type, which means made, yeah, be in headers and definitely displays. Definitely Um, not body text. Yeah. (laughs) So, it says the job that it has done so well for the last 80 years is to announce, declare, and assert. Yeah, that makes sense. I can see it. Yeah. I think it's just the slob serifs to kind
1: of give it that like boldness, that very like, I'm here and present. I'm I'm
0: Rockwell. Um, Rockwell. Exactly. But yeah, it's
1: interesting. I mean, it makes sense that it wouldn't really be for body type because I feel like the slab serifs, um, if it was in body text, they would kind of run into each other, making it hard to like decipher okay what word is what, you know? Yeah. So use it only for headings, please. Exactly. Um I'd probably get by using it for like a small like subtitle, but I would keep stay clear of body text with Rockwell.
0: Yes definitely um that being said yeah it was definitely influenced by other fat seraphs. what she says yeah that's interesting um so one in particular is um memphis mm. is a us. no um, memphis wait
1: memphis is in tennessee
0: yeah <laughs> fat face Saras the other t Statement. Rothwell, Memphis, and the slab serifs in general all maintain bold vertical lines with unbracketed serifs of equal weight. Very interesting. Rothwell is geometric in its com- composition with the exception of the lowercase a, which is completely unlike the rest of the typeface. Hmm. Whoa. Interesting. Now I got to go back to that. why is it different? Um, it's not geometric. Hmm. oh because it's, it's a
1: double or what is it called two-story yeah thing, and it's more of an oval
0: yeah the like um the counter mm-hmm. of the a is not a perfect circle
1: mm-hmm. whoa i knew i liked the a <laughs> <laughs> knew there i was called it from the beginning
0: <laughs> um yeah super oh. interesting
1: again we are interrupted <laughs> by emily's timer My meal. <laughs> what is emily cooking today Brought to you by... Oh, You were cooking this last time, too? Yeah, I was to What? My lunch. Nice. Chicken shawarma. Chicken What is Emily cooking today? <laughs> <laughs> brought uh. to you by... What's her oven company? <laughs> Just kidding. Whirlpool. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Whirlpool. Hit us up. Um... Yeah, so, uh, let's see where. Oh, you can get Rockwell. It can be yours in for five. Payments. Adobe
1: fonts.com, <laughs>
0: Font Shop or type. Lin- or linotype. you can
1: pay Emily and Jess at <laughs> Venmo <laughs> for a small payment of two hundred dollars. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it did. Well, it's tricky because you think when you take it out or like. Or you turn off the oven or something that it turns off the timer, but it doesn't. <sighs> Rude. At Whirlpool, make this a better user experience,
0: please. <laughs> not only won't be our sponsor. <laughs> um, okay, we still like you. Where is this typeface scene?
1: That is a great question. According to my research, in the early 1990s, editions of the Guinness World Records featured Rockwell. Ooh. So you know, doing all those world records, crazy. Mm-hmm. Your name could be in Rockwell. For sure, but a n- few other ones. These ones are like I mean, I didn't really know of these places slash things, so I mean, it's a learning experience for me as well. But Tall Lighthouse, a poetry publishing company, uses Rockwell in its books and on its website. So you know, from Guinness wow. World Records to poetry, crazy, interesting. And last but not least, Docklands Light Railway in East London, England used Rockwell and Signs in the 1980s to early 1990s, so about 10 years.
0: Yeah, so a lot of display types, mm-hmm. a lot of those bitter types. Mm-hmm. Um, companies such as Malibu Rum also use it for their branding. Wow. Um, Marshall Amplifiers use it on their products. Um it also is seen in a lot of, um, Vogue magazines, Ooh, not necessarily that's the interesting. cover, but yeah, I feel like it's just anywhere that needs to be like bold, bold and kind of like a disruptor from normal, mm-hmm. um, maybe like sans serif adding that slab on there really makes it. Woo. <laughs> you're seeing it. <laughs> it's there. It's there. um, Let's wow. see what should we should we do take a font pairing? Yeah, take like just down take a little it bit? down a notch. Maybe turn on
1: some jazz music. Get some food. Pop open a bottle of something and eat Emily's chicken shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> a great bad. pairing. So as you can tell, we're not very good at food pairings. Don't but call us up for a what are those called? Something board. Ch- Chutery? Chart? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Chart?
0: Ch-ch- no, I'm messing <laughs> up. I our don't chuters. eat cheese, so... Ah, mm-hmm. uh, who cares. Ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> but we're good at font pairings. And that's what that's we're here to That's what we're do. here for. So, Rockwell, as we described, is a display font. So, you wouldn't necessarily want to compare... Or er, use a display type with... A, another display type. No, you're gonna want to use a sans serif for sure. Yeah, um, if you do want to get super geometric with it all, you can use Futura along with it, and just be just straight 1930s in that geometric geometric typeface era. Um, what's also used a lot with Rothwell is Interstate, which mm-hmm. is a sans serif. Um, it can also just be new, fresh, fun, new yeah. with Helvetica new. Ooh, Helvetica new. Just a
1: classic sans serif. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, Rockwell, needs to shine. It needs to be the bold one, you know? Yeah. So you just kind of have to use And I
0: another. would say that it's, like, normally paired with a san- another sans serif. But if you want to go crazy, pair with a Mrs. Eve's. <laughs>
1: If you're feeling even crazier, wingdings. (laughs) Pair with a wingdings. Honestly, pair anything with wings. Go for it. But before we continue, I think it's very important that we do this. What? Why is it playing? Charcuterie. Charcuterie? That's not even... That doesn't even sound right.
0: (laughs) No, that's right. Really? Yeah, charcuterie. Charcuterie? Interesting. Ah, You cheese eaters. (laughs) Huh. Um... Yeah, so that's a little bit about Rothwell, but um, I think we've got an edition of Type News. <gasps> what? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. So, a little bit into the Type News world, I, in researching typography, have found a new, um, really cool website that I don't realize that like how i haven't stumbled upon it before it's called type tasting is this sandy or is this emily oh well <laughs> this is emily do you want to call out sandy um sandy are you there <laughs> oh <laughs> sandy's unavailable oh, <laughs> sandy in san diego <laughs> sandy from san diego what is up with her <gasps> poor sandy she's spending all of her time at the beach we can't blame her Um, but if you go to type tasting.com, just straight type (laughs) tasting.com, um, you will be brought to an array of fun type things. So a little bit about type tasting. Um, this is from their website under the about, um, section. It says type tasting was founded by graphic designer and author Sarah Hindman In 2013, as a platform for her self-initiated and self-funded investigations into type, perception, multisensory typography, and typefaces as cultural codes. Sarah is on a mission to change the way we think and talk about typography by making it exciting for all and to show how it can be used to create positive change. The name type tasting comes from the idea of wine tasting. The intention is to create social opportunities for all to learn about typography from the type consumer's point of view. Sarah approaches... Sarah's approach is to engage the audience so that they become a part of the discovery process and to deliver her findings with lashings of audience participation, humor, and a dash of theater. Sarah researches and quantifies how we respond to typefaces through live experiments, surveys, and interviews. She publishes her findings in her book, shares results in her talks and workshops, and has co-published two studies with Professor Charles Spence of Oxford University. So So is she going to be on our podcast? (laughs) I know, right? So she, um, Sarah's super cool. She goes around to different places and kind of has these like fun type experiments and exhibits. And, um, basically like she's just trying to get people to like engage with type in new ways. That means like dealing with type in all of its like, um, all of your senses. So there's like a pop-up typography lab. So This one, um, this is kind of like one of her like pop-up exhibits, which is called Pop-Up Typography Lab. The subheading for this is what might fonts smell like? What memories (laughs) do they star? Are these collective memories or personal associations? So um, in this lab participants are invited to take part in typographic research in the mobile type tasting pop-up typography lab the experiments are designed to gather data and also encourage them to think differently about typefaces and perceptions as they take part so it's like super cool different things like what does font what do fonts smell like like that's never that's, been a question so interesting Diet. um they have workshops too
1: i'm looking at their website
0: yeah this is like one of the workshops so um cool.
1: they're in london though
0: yeah i guess we have to take a trip i know right there's a lot of like i think they're all over too um sarah's been seen on like a bunch of websites including like bbc cnn um ted talks wired oh she has a bunch books of places. too yeah um Why Fonts Matter is one of her books. Um, And then new in 2019, she created a typography game called What's Your Type? The Type Dating Game. So... I think we should get this Jess. Oh, snap. <laughs> so the description for this type game says the unique card game lets you test how type savvy you are for anyone who wants to get to know fonts a little better what better way to do that than go on a date struggling to decide between Ariel and Times New Roman for your CV can't tell the difference between brush script and Bodoni <laughs> understand type in a totally new way with a fun new game the attractive gift box includes a booklet explaining type psychology and provides suggestions for four games to play um, so 50 cards feature different fonts to choose from, make your selection, then turn over to find out what the type you're attracted to says about the type of character you are.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. So super cool. Um, but I just think the research that she's doing, that she's doing is really cool. You can it's actually, yeah. um, you can take part in her type testing lab oh. online. I did a few of them. So if you go to her website and then under research, there is a type testing lab and it says take part. So um, there is a bunch of experiments that you can uh, participate in. I experimented in one of the ones that was um, a jelly belly, the great jelly bean experiment. <laughs> it was basically showing me different packages for jelly beans mm. that were like different in, in different ways and then h- what you would think those jelly beans would taste like so if there was like a really like um like a futuristic font on the front I was like oh maybe these are taste like more like hard flavors or more mm-hmm. normal and then there was like a curly font I was like oh these are probably like wacky flavors or anything mm-hmm. like that um so that was super and interesting showing how type like impacts
1: how you interpret something exactly or the product inside Hmm. yeah she's a book about this um jelly bean thing too the great jelly bean experiment the great jelly bean
0: experiment yeah so um you can she has a bunch of um surveys that you can take part in and help her with her research which um I've just taken a couple but I want to take some more it's super interesting I just like the aspect of how type really does matter in mm-hmm. <laughs> how you use it and what it says like how we perceive it and what that says about society mm-hmm. like why do we think that slab serifs um are very assertive mm-hmm. and more display fonts like well, it's, it's so yeah. interesting
1: well it's just like the what the text says is or the the type itself is just as powerful as like what the type says exactly because you could say something like mm. completely poetic if it's in comic sans it's like are people going to like <laughs> Honestly, believe it
0: <laughs> probably i mean <laughs> yes <laughs> no that's after so listening true. to our last podcast i think yes you know. <laughs> no it's so but, true yeah. like yeah i mean yeah wh- what's written in the type mm-hmm. means nothing Mm -hmm. there's like this one meme that was like (laughs) fonts matter and it's a um it's like a piece of paper and in like cute little curly font with um hearts and stuff it says i will always love you and then below it is the same paper but in like a creepy like blood dripping (laughs) font it says i will always love you and so it's like like, different effect (laughs) fonts matter (laughs) yikes yeah. yeah, don't send me something with blood dripping. <laughs> <laughs> it's a creepy font. But yeah, so super interesting stuff. We encourage you guys to go check it out. Um, It is fun to research that a little bit. And if you guys ever find anything in the news that about type that you would love us to talk about, we would love to hear it. And you can email us at gmail at gmail.com or... DM us on Instagram uh, or. Just My Type Podcast. At just My Type <laughs> Podcast. Yeah. So follow that. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, anything else, Jess? I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I'm trying to see how many. Oh, fun. We have 106 followers. 106. <laughs> We're getting there. Look at that. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was Rockwell. hope you enjoyed it mm-hmm. um do we're gonna hang out with dwayne the rock johnson now yep, so he's waiting he's like guys just wrap
1: it up <laughs> man just want to watch a movie he was way
0: too shy to yeah, come on the podcast which we totally understand so like do you think he would be super extroverted with like all the movies that he's done mm-hmm. but pretty shy guy yeah but
1: yeah we still love him <laughs> all, <laughs> right. all right see y'all next week bye bye